when you're younger, you know, parang you're surviving on instinct or surviving on bravado. Uh, you're probably at some point so full of yourself also. You know, that's all part of the process. Yung parang you think you're the man, diba? Um, you'll go along and you'll get humbled. You'll realize there are so many people who are uh, who've been in the business long enough and are still doing the same things, if not better. So hello, online world. Uh, this is Off The Record with Big Spustos. And for today, I am joined by the country's, uh, one of uh, the country's top sports anchors. Walang iba kung DC. Mr. Gets It To Go, Boom Gonzalez. Hi, Boom. Thank you so much hello, for joining us here on Off The Record. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, hello to everybody watching. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you. Thank you, thank you, Boom. All right, so now this is a um, to serve an inspiration, to serve as motivation to our viewers uh, who want to be like you, who want to be like Boom, who wants to be a sports anchor, or who wants to pursue this field. All right, so before we get into the nitty-gritty of things, Boom, can you tell us more about the story uh, of your journey? Uh, well, first of all, marami, marami tayong uh, mga kasama sa ating hanap buhay, ano, na we can take inspiration from different stories, different uh, people. And um, uh, one of the things that uh, I always say is my story started from my TV story or my sportscasting story uh, started from rejection, which is to me a great story because um, usually when people get rejected, um, they get discouraged already or it's either that or they don't want to get rejected right? that's who wants to be rejected to begin with right um, my first TV job was still related to sports but it wasn't sports uh, it wasn't sports anchoring yet I was part of a show called game plan very uh, long time ago and I was a correspondent lang. but my sports anchoring career started with rejection. I, uh, I was very young. I was rejected because I was so young. Because back then, um, sportscasters were more uh, mature, more the veterans. The, the sportscasting world was really a veteran-laden world uh, back in the day. Um, so I was kind of rejected because of my youth. But it turned out to be good because on the day that I got rejected, I know rejected is such a harsh, harsh word, but on the day that they say, said no to me because of my youth and my lack of experience, it was also the same day that one of the directors who saw me during the audition process told me that, hey, you may be too old or too young for the PBA, uh, but I may have something for you. I may have a different league for you and uh, we're looking for young guns and I liked you during the audition but I agree with everybody so on the same day that I got rejected I, I was thrown into the fire in a league called the Philippine Basketball League which was then held by uh, uh, Chino Trinidad so he was the one he was the commissioner he was in charge of TV production he was auditioning talents he was uh, doing everything for the league so to cut the long story short, I want people to take that part of it, because that part of it, that rejection can turn into something positive and that people should not be afraid uh, to be rejected or for, you know, a no. You know, my late father would always say that uh, no is not no in our world of working and opportunities. 
uh, no means you just re-strategize. So that day when I got my no, I re-strategized. And uh, I, from then on in, um, I pursued a career in TV uh, sports casting. And also the one thing that I want to say to your viewers is that there are many ways to become one. There's not one road. There's not one way. And that's why I said that we are because how they became a sportscaster. So there are many roads. There's not one way to, to achieve the dream. But uh, yeah, that's basically the start. And then there are in detail uh, after that. Boom, sabi mo nga, iba't-ibang kwento, iba't-ibang mga journey and uh, mga dinaanan din. Pero siguro, we can find something in common. And that is the values and the practices that this job entails. Personally, for you, what have you learned during that, you know, your first day uh, working with the PBL and you're still doing up to this day? Um, well, nasabi ko kanina, one of the biggest lessons is not to be afraid um, of outcomes because there's no... You can't find out what that outcome is if you don't do it, you know, if you don't get into it. But the biggest, I think, lesson and the biggest thing that I always try to teach people who are getting into anything that I, ha that I have gotten into, whatever that is, media in general, is that you have to do it for the right reasons. That really is the number one thing. Um, because when I got into it, I wasn't trying to be famous I wasn't using it as a stepping stone to something. I wasn't using it as a platform to anything. Actually, I was already a radio DJ because I was in college. I was already a radio DJ. So I was branching out. And I loved media. I loved sports. So I wanted to fuse them together. So to me, the biggest lesson is always you have to do it for the right reasons. You cannot get into whether it's sports or media or newscasting or whatever thinking of something else other than your love for it first your passion for it first because that's what's going to take you to places that's what's going to make you want to be better that's what's going to make you want to improve um, if you're chasing numbers and when i say numbers money likes, impressions, engagement, all of these things, I think you're, on, you're starting the wrong way. Um, I think the numbers, whatever numbers mean to you, those are, in my opinion, always a byproduct of your work. It's not, it shouldn't be the reason why you're doing it. It should be a byproduct. Uh, it's a reward more than anything else. If you become famous, it should be a byproduct. If you become popular, it should be a byproduct. If you get endorsements, it should be a byproduct. But the core has to be your passion for it and the work ethic that you put into it because there will always be other people who will be doing the same thing or who'd want to do the same thing. Mm. That's the biggest lesson that I can probably impart. Mm. Now, boom, uh, of course, in this age of social media, in this age of numbers, this age of metrics means and I like what you said it should start from the core and I'm sure that there have been experiences there have been coverages which strengthened your core so if you can like name one or two experiences that have uh, maybe defined you on who boom Gonzalez is oh well 
you know, by 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 today, the time that you're interviewing me, it's been what um, twenty years, two decades of, uh, and there are many many things that I've done also, because sports anchoring, there are different branches to it, uh, and I've been lucky enough and blessed enough to do almost everything that I wanted to do, anchoring again, a commentator, uh, sports newscasting, which I've done for. Uh, our home ANC and a former channel called Balls, and even with SNA before. There's um, <clears throat> magazine, sports magazine hosting, which I also did with one of our friends, uh, Gretchen Ho and Mia Kabalfin. Um, so there are many ways to get into this business and many paths, you know, and one art form is not, or they're not all the same. In other words, if you're good at one, it doesn't translate to being good in the other one. Okay, you have to learn different skills in sports newscasting, in sports magazine hosting, in commentator. And also, I did a, a sports opinion show on ANC for eight years also. So those are all different things. And what strengthened my core is my enthusiasm and my passion to learn the different skills, to first realize that they're all different. I had to realize myself now, okay, I've been anchoring for a long time. That doesn't mean I'm going to be good in sports newscasting, reading off a prompter, uh, bouncing off your co-host, all of these things in a studio setting. What strengthened my core is my willingness to learn the different skills, understanding that there are different, uh, that they are all different art forms, just like public speaking and writing and all of that. These are all public art forms and that you cannot survive on stock knowledge. You can't just come in and say, uh, you know, I'm prepared, I'm good, I'm ready to go and all that. Maybe you can do that 10% of the time and get away with it. But um, as you go along, you will realize that you can't fool your audience because your audience is a very intelligent audience. And that's one of the things that I also want to impart always is you never underestimate your audience. So you never should come in thinking stock knowledge will be good enough because there's always somebody who's more knowledgeable than you. The only thing that makes you different is you are on, in front of the camera and you have a mic and you have all these people around you, but that doesn't mean your viewer knows less than you, right? So you always have to not underestimate the intelligence of, of your viewers and always respect them. And respecting, respecting them means you have to prepare. You have to do your due diligence. And if you want to talk about lessons, those are lessons that you, you learn along the way. When you're younger, you know, you're surviving on instinct, you're surviving on bravado. Uh, you're probably at some point so full of yourself also. You know, that's all part of the process. You think you're the man, right? Um, you'll go along and you'll get humbled. You'll realize there are so many people who are, uh, who've been in the business long enough and are still doing the same things, if not better. Or, or you know, they work harder as they go as they as they go along in the business. So you learn that you take mental notes, you get humbled by by a lot of things, regardless of whether it's social media or people who personally tell you, Malika, you had the wrong approach, you were not prepared, you know, all these things. So those are things, humbling experiences, especially in in the spotlight, are things that you should learn from, and I think. 
when you're young, you always want to blame other people right away. Pag medyo may nagkamali, diba? Hindi kasi si ano, si, the first thing you have to do is to look at yourself. Did you say something wrong? Did you approach something incorrectly, diba? They, are you working with your producers and directors correctly? Or are you doing your own thing because you feel you're a star and the camera's on you? No, diba? All these people, just like you know, Migs, they play a role and you're just playing a different role from them. You're just the one with the lights on. But they're the ones who really make you look good. So, you know, those are the things that strengthen my core. Now, Boom, this is also <clears throat> one of the goals here is to humanize. Diba? This is now humanizing Boom Gonzalez, who we, um, kumbaga, sanay tayong marinig at makita sa TV. Pero syempre, diba, marami rin mga pinagdadaanan, just like athletes or players behind the seats. Diba? I mean, you, you've mentioned of rejection, you've mentioned of lessons learned. Diba? But what were the moments that you thought that nagkamali ako and how did you bounce back from that? How did you bounce back from that just like any other uh, citizen or, or, or a person? Ito na lang, Migs. Instead of telling you a story of bouncing back and uh, you talk, if you want to talk about humanizing, um, I'll tell you some of the things that I did before I got into TV. Because I think that was more relevant in the sense that it gives people an understanding, number one, of who I am, and number two, of what, are, what, what can be possible, right? Um, uh, I, before, they only see what it is now and what I have become. And I don't think of it as anything big, by the way, to begin with. Uh, I, I'm a sportscaster like you, like a lot of other people. I don't separate myself from any group. We're trying to do what we, we like and what we love. But I started off <clears throat> doing a lot of odd jobs. When I was in school, I had to pay for my own schooling. So I started off, I, was, I did everything from cooking to, to being a waiter, to cleaning toilets, to cleaning floors, to washing dishes. Um, serving in restaurants. I even did, you know, I, I, when I was even younger, I was fixing bikes for a living, skateboards, because that's what I used to do. Um, before I got into college, which was, a, I was a communication arts student. In college, I took up broadcasting because of my love for media. So that's where it started. And then I did it, got into radio, I got into hosting. And then I got into TV. So if you want to talk about like humanizing and talk about stories of, I guess you can say bouncing back also, and I would like to think humble beginnings. That's, that's the thing that I would always say. That, that's why I said there's no one way to become a sports anchor. Marami nga, hindi broadcasting students, And that's not a requirement as long as you have a passion and a love for media and sports. Why not, you know, get into it. But I worked my way up you know, I, I know how it, it feels to work with my hands and I've never been ashamed of my past of manual labor of working since I was in high school and all throughout college because I had to pay for my college because times were very hard back in the day for, for my parents and for my family. Uh, I did all of those jobs and pl- proudly again. And I had a great time, by the way, Migs. I, I don't want to make it sound like it was such a... I had a great time doing all those jobs. I learned so much, so much and I, I met a lot of people who I am friends with still now in different fields. So, mm. so yun nga, no, diba, the values that we've learned for whatever past it is, diba, it, 
kumbaga, the hard work, the grit, the determination, nagmamanifest to sa trabaho natin. Pero walang yun kapalit. na, boom. Walang kapalit. Walang kapalit. Walang kapalit. Boom, gusto ko rin tanongin. Of course, uh, I got uh, this question na tanong din ako nito from maybe a couple of groups or students. But at the same time, also, we, how we deal with social media? Diba? Um, kanya-kanyang coping mechanism or kanya-kanyang approach yan. But personally, uh, what what is it like for you? Well, I... Uh, that's a that's always a hot topic when it comes to me because I uh, I have spent um, probably a good ten to fifteen years of getting a lot of hate, especially in a league like the UAP because it's such a popular league, um, whether it's volleyball or basketball. Um, there's praise, there's um, there's hate, there's bashing, uh, but I never. I'll tell you this, Migs, and I don't know if you'll ever believe me. I never got to a point where it got to me because I was never a social media guy also. I don't live in social media, so it doesn't affect me that these things are being said about me. So I have certain rules about it. Um, for example, let's say on Twitter, there are mga sa'yo, right? And some people, you'll see, i-retweet nila yung puri, pero yung mga bash, di nila papansinin. Siguro, sasagutin lang nila on their own. Or their... So to me, that's wrong. Um, I should give value or weight to both. You know, um, you appreciate the good things that are said, and I don't retweet them. Uh, I just take them personally, and maybe I personally say thank you. I, I reply. But the bad things... Uh, especially kung legit na bad, ha? kasi meron naman yung mga, oh, pangit-pangit mo, yung mga ganun na type na, ano lang na talagang nitpicking lang talaga. Uh, yun, hindi mo napapansinin yun. But, it, I laugh. It's, it's a source of entertainment for me. And it's because I don't live in social media. I use it and then I get out. I post and then I get out. So, I don't get my, my validation from it. I don't need social media for validation. I like validation or criticisms from my colleagues like you, from our directors, from producers, and maybe some people on social media who have, you know, good opinion and intelligent opinion about what they watch. But in terms of getting affected, no, I've never, not even in my early stage, um, Maybe because I started, there wasn't social media. Alam mo yun? So by the time social media kicked in, I was May already... May exchange dati, pare. May Pinoy exchange dati. Grabe ako dyan. Siguro I've been sent a lot of those things. But because... Yun na nga eh, Because I don't live in it. I don't... I, it, it, it's a very minute detail in my life. Uh, even now. Even my personal life is not on social media and all that. It's all work, work, work stuff. Um, and then I get out so that I don't get sucked into that world, that black hole. Um, and I admire people who are there 24-7. Marami tayong mga colleagues na, di ba, na masipag sa ano. And hats off to them. I mean, if they can do it, why not? But to me, I don't get my validation from there. I get it from colleagues, from friends, from bosses, from you know our producers. Um, and studying my own work, being honest with my own work and saying, oh my man, I suck today or, you know, but I've always been even keel about these things. I don't believe the hype 
I don't believe the praises too much. I just say thank you. So also in the same respect, all the, you know, I've had death threats on social media for, for sometimes. Yeah, dude, for volleyball and basketball. Uh, I've been approached. I've been, I've gotten all of that. And I, I just am even keel about it. Uh, I don't get swayed and I don't get emotional. Um, I always say, you use social media. Don't let it use you. <laughs> it's sports makes it. You, they, they're emotionally invested. And that's what college sports is all about. If they don't care about college sports, about you know, the games, that's when, it's become, that's when you think it's a little dangerous. But you know, when they're so invested, sometimes you make them realize then yeah, you tell them, Oh, oh bakit, why do you hate me? Okay, let me tell you what happened, ganyan, ganyan. and then they'll realize and then ah ganun ba? Sorry, ah. Kasi puro ka puri ganito. And then they listen again and I'll tell them, Oh, what about this? Did you hear this when I said this about your favorite player? Ay, sorry, hindi namin narinig yun. So TJ, TJ Manotok, our good friend and my longtime partner, will always say, There is such a thing also as biased listening. You only hear, you know, the bad things. And, uh, you um, know, uh, meron eh, meron talaga eh. But again, these are all part of the job. If you're not ready for these things, then you shouldn't be in media in general, especially in sports. Because alam natin, in sports, the nature is panig. Papanig ke. Diba? Not tayo. I mean, fans. Yeah, papanig fans. ke. So, so, they will get behind their team and they will kill for their team. Well, kill. You know, they will die yeah. for their team. They'll kill for their So you have to understand that also. And I'm not confrontational. I'm okay with it. But social media to me is a tool, Migs. It's not something that will overtake my life. It's just a tool. I use it. I don't let it use me. Lastly, Boom, what is your advice uh, to our listeners and our viewers uh, who want to pursue this path? Oof, uh, well, first of all, I think the... The, the foundation I'll always say is what I said earlier. Uh, understand why you want to get into it. Uh, and hopefully you get into it for the right reasons. If you idolize someone, then good. You know, but you have to love the field that you're getting into. Um, and, and I think that is the basic thing. And then when you get into it, you have to... I mean, there, nothing replaces working hard. Uh, there will be always somebody who's better looking, younger, um, more talented, whether you're a guy or girl, parang artista lang yan, diba? But it's the work ethic that will set you apart and pakikitungo mo sa mga kasama mo that will make them want to keep working with you. Importante din yun. Hindi yung you're trying to step on everybody else's toes just to get to your goals. It's important that you work well with the people who make you look good. But the basic advice that, will, that I will always give is, you know, make sure that you're coming into whatever field that you're coming into for the right reasons. And don't, don't be afraid to fail and dream big. Always, always dream big. All right, so we learned so much on how to pursue uh, being a sports anchor. Of course, uh, siempre. Uh, from uh, one of the country's top sports anchors, Boom Gonzalez. Boom, maraming salamat for joining us here on The Record and see you in the next episode.